All right, we ready to go? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 of the Board State Podcast with, for the foreseeable future, Tam and Andrew. Uh, sponsored by Unfun yeah. Stuff. You guys can head over to unfunstuff.com. Use code Andrew or code TAMCARD for 5% off your order. Tam, how are you? I'm all right. I'm doing well. Yeah, just okay. Yeah, you did. About as good as you could imagine, truly. Yeah, for after sure. After being alive for... Uh, over a week, yeah, <laughs> soon to be two weeks, probably yeah. three. That's fair. You've got what sixty-five hours to go as we start the podcast, right? Yeah. So let's make this one a long one, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we we got plenty to talk about. We got plenty to talk about. I'm sure we can get a, a good amount of time out of this one because, uh, mm-hmm. I guess we'll dive into it. We can go over stuff at the end, right? Because there's really only one thing for the two of us to talk about, right? Oh yeah, 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 I mean, we could talk about like, like the fact that we got all of the uh, reunion tour cards revealed, um, and I think they're gonna, I think they're actually gonna, there's some of those cards are gonna do some stuff, um, but which that can wait. sucks, which sucks because they're exclusive. But yes, uh, yeah, we we have that we had the uh, the RLE and and um, all of the unfun stuff kids did fucking amazing at it. But did two really, of them really did well. better than the rest. True. True. And they're and right have here. A platform to yell, yell about. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tam and I both did really well. I finished fourth, and Tam finished second, beating me in the semifinals to go to the finals, and then lose to the decklist that he beat two, the, the two rounds before. The exact same decklist. He had to run into it three times, and finally lost one. So, um, yeah. I mean, it was it was really really cool. It was cool to see all the effort that we've been putting in pay off. For those who may not watch on Twitch, typically on Tuesdays, as soon as the podcast ends, we jump into like three hours, three and a half hours of playtesting with anyone from Unfun Stuff who can make it. We have taken a little bit of a break the last two weeks, mostly because like the RLE was coming up, Tam is doing the subathon. I've been a little busy the last two weeks, but we put in six, we did it for six weeks, right? Yeah. And I remember on the last week, Tam, Tam and I both had a talk like, is this working? Are we are we getting anything out of this? And then every single person who shows up was top cut contention or in top cuts, right? Nate was one win from making it. Mitch top aided. I got top four. You got second. Nate was only one win from getting in because I fought him last round. Yeah. Right? And so, like, we had to team kill each other. If he, If I fought somebody else, if he fought somebody else, like... I think if the timeline works a little differently and our our points are just askewed slightly, we're all in. I b- I believe that. Um, but like the fact that we had to just team kill each other is the only reason that Nate didn't didn't get in. So like our practice and our uh, both on screen and off screen, we fucking crushed it. It was yeah. so good, it was so really cool. good, really really cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Mitchell and I played the exact same fifty card main deck for Ojiro two. Nate played his Life Momo deck. That's the only deck he's been practicing for the most part. Pam, well, uh, Jose put in his Death Shigaraki 3 list, which he's been practicing and working on. And I've tested for him a few times. And I've given him to locals to test a few times and given him the feedback. And then Tam had a sub goal to play Midoriya 1 and conveniently just crushed everyone with it. Right? Just absolutely destroyed everyone. So. It was yeah, it was um, a lot of happy circumstance, and I think that he was he's positioned perfectly in this meta as a surprise deck. But that wasn't my intention when it came to when I when I made the sub goal. Truthfully, it wasn't like this like twirling my mustache and being like, hey, finally I get to play Midoriya. I was like, you know, it'll be fun. Let's do a sub goal for Midoriya, and then it happened instantly. And then <laughs> like 
we got into the Odro matchup, and I went, wait a minute. You tell me what the fuck you're going to play. <laughs> I just it's, get to call it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. We'll dive into our match a little bit a little bit later. We're going to talk the rest. It's funny, though, because, like, I came in with a plan for our match, and then you also had a plan, and then both of us, you changed your plan, and I went, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? <laughs> like, what? So, um, do you remember much about your tournament outside of the last couple of rounds? I know your memory isn't the greatest, but I don't know if you want to do a quick rundown, if you remember anything specific that stood out in rounds or... Yeah, man. Uh, the 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 big thing about me is I fought a bunch of meta decks. I think, I mean, I I fought, um, I fought uh like two Giros. I fought like four Ojiros. I fought Insmouth, who is real. That is a real character. It's it's Midoriya one on different symbols. Um, or I'm sorry, Midoriya two on different symbols. Uh, that deck is that deck is super super real. Um. My character just like happens to negate the add three cards to your card pool whenever whenever it's clutch and it matters, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it was uh, it, it was uh, yeah, I fought All Might three, thank you, Carnage. Um, I, I fought like a lot of meta characters and still made the placing that I placing, so it wasn't like I boonie binned oh, yeah, 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 my way up fighting uh, fighting stuff and. and I can't I can't state it enough. This really was a perfect storm tournament for me. I don't think everybody's like run it back at, at Florida. I'm like, I don't think I'm allowed to. I don't think I don't think that I get the same result. I think I go like X four with Midoriya one again. Right? Everybody knows how the deck works now. Yeah, it's it's it was interesting because like I only caught your, the tail end of your match against Mitchell, and I watched the finals in a Discord call with some friends and. It was crazy because like the things that like so like specifically think about the Odro matchup because that's the thing I played until I got until I got uh that that's what I played the whole tournament sorry uh until we faced off in the semifinals and I lost was like all of your Odro opponents essentially were tr at least at least Mitchell me and Zach were all trying to do the same thing to you we wanted mm -hmm. to try and build for two turns and then on turn two after we built our whole hand again we were gonna go hey if you've got it you got it let's go to the next one. And yeah. it just happened that like you had it all weekend until you ran into Zach and you just like you would you would find pieces of it, yeah. but it wasn't enough to get through Zach's interaction and deal twenty eight damage. Right? It was it right. was like you were just like a step behind. And then you did the game you did have it where he he played his whole hand, held one block and a learning the standards, and said if you got it you got it you had it and he died. <laughs> right. So yep. um, that's kind of like how the matchup in general kind of felt was just like all of us kind of put you on. Well, if you drew the Texas match, it's the only card that kills me. And then you would draw it, and we like, oh, you killed me. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It must have. I don't know what it was on on Sunday. I was drawing Texas Smash in pairs. I was yeah. drawing some Lone Lone Star hands. Yeah, uh, it was it was crazy. Um, until the finals, right? Until that very third game, where yeah. like like I would draw a single Texas Smash, and then five gray cards, and go thirteen, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not twenty eight, and he can block it. That sucks. Yeah. So and you played out of your mind insanely well too. It wasn't like. I, I was really proud of you because, like, it was crazy. I would finish my matches. So to kind of get into I'll, – I'll dive into, like, my tournament real quick, and then we can talk about the event as a whole. Uh, I would finish my matches in, like, 12 minutes. And then I would come to Tam's stream, and Tam be playing these, like, wire-to-wire, -wire, hour-long matches where he's, like, sweating. You can see the dye, the, the, the dye in his hair leaking onto his forehead or the spray or whatever it was, like, <laughs> leaking down onto his forehead because he's sweating his ass off. And he's yeah. like shaking and he's like looking at the camera telling everyone he's dead and then his opponent builds and he's like clapping his hands. 
And I'm over here like I played exactly 10 games on day one. I went 5-0-2, didn't drop a game, and I didn't have a round last longer than 18 minutes. I was in and out. I'd sit down, I'd greet my opponent, we'd play for 18, we'd play for 15 minutes, and I'd be like, see ya, have have fun, I'm gonna go hang out with my wife. <laughs> um, I played Odro. Round one, I played fourth kind. Sam Tate messaged me because I played Colt Owens, who has had a little bit of success in that character. I believe he's top cut once with it and is like very close, been in like 17th or 18th place a few times. Uh, and Sam messaged me and he's like, imagine playing your niche five hand size character who's not even that meta right now into the person who might know it better than anyone else. And that was because I played fourth kind for basically three months straight. Um, it was a, yeah. it was two Oh, he played some cards I had never read before. And all I did was attack him twice. I would, I would, I would poke him for like 15, like poke him for 15. Poke I would attack him, him twice. 15, yeah. <laughs> I would attack him twice for 15 damage because that's what Odro does. And then I would. Build, build the rest of my hand. I hell, I would hold a low block and a mid block because he's playing indiscriminate shock. And then mm -hmm. I would, he would pass back to me and I'd go, okay, cool. Now you're dead. Like it was just how the games went. Both games went that way. Uh, round two, I played Dobby two and I one zoned in both games. I just drew my second hand of the game. It was four attacks and they were all mid and I went mid, 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 mid. You only have 19 health. Good game. And then game two, I drew my hand. And it was all lows and I was like, low, 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 low. <laughs> so um, that was fun. Round three, I played Shigaraki 1, which was my hardest match of day one. It was an Australian player who was playing every plus ultra card. He played he played all smiles and teamwork and full cowling impact. And it, he had a play set Let's of them go. all. Yeah, he had a play set of them all. Uh, and he played, he, he, the only thing that happened in that match, and I got a little bit lucky, was he, instead of like choosing to try and blow up, in game one, I built three chivalrous against his aggressive clash deck. So he would be like, he couldn't even like try to blow up my one, my one foundation with a keyword because mm -hmm. yeah. And then he like evil gazed and he's like, I'll choose this chivalrous. And I was like, I'll respond with this chivalrous. Yeah. Right. And so like yeah. game one, it was just like nothing. And then game two, he got me down to, he got me down to eight. I, I full blocked with breaker one, uh, I, I hard shot blocked and he had, that I basically put it where he played a merciless rush, but because of the breaker one, checking a five meant he checked a four and he had to commit his character, so he couldn't burn me. Mm. So I went to three, drew my hand, and killed him because he was fully tapped out. Uh, round four, I played against Jiro. And game one wasn't... Game one was pretty close. Game two, he went first, built specialist on a two, Tayaki on a three, check sound waves your turn. So oh. he he lost that game. Uh, yeah, and then round five, I played against Dinky, which we're gonna talk about later because I got a lot to say about you, Dinky. And I two owed Dinky because he has twenty health and not real defense. Like Matt played very well, but that matchup feels pretty one sided. Uh, at least in the four games we played, I know he went two and three against it on the weekend, so it wasn't like unwinnable. But yeah, yeah. And then I drew against Jose and drew against the Mineta two, who made top cut. Um, I played Dinky in top sixteen, won that matchup two zero pretty quickly. Played Mineta 2 on stream and won that matchup pretty quickly and then lost. My first losses were the only two losses I took on the tournament, which were to you in the semifinals. Um, and our match was, like, neat. Like, I... Game one... I, like, went back and watched a little bit of it. I don't... Uh, I know that we have, we might eventually watch it as, like, content. Not, not, not podcast content, but just content on the stream, maybe, for you yeah. to do a video with or something. But, like, game one, I built six going second and held a three high block. Um, and you attacked me with a mid attack, mid attack, got me to 18. I drew my second hand. Um, I 
played back. I basically I realized when I drew my hand how much damage it could deal. It did 30 damage, and you had bonds of friendship, so you had 31 health. And uh um, card is cracked all weekend. Yeah. Uh I played out my string. I had you at 16 or I had you at like 20, 22 or something. I played a Texas and it full hit you all the way down to uh nine. Or hit you down to twelve. And the only card I had left in my hand did four printed damage, got three three from my character, got four from Texas Smash, so it leaves you at one. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, yeah, I'll build these two cards in my hand and pass back to you. And then you just had, you had, I was at 18 and you had four attacks. And one of right. them was plus ultra plus the throw plus Texas Smash. So like I was effectively at four and I can right. only block two things. So it was, yeah. um, it was just kind of like how the game, how the game kind of went in general. I didn't find learning the standards in either game. And then I went first, so I didn't sideboard any additional copies. I kept in my seizings to try and interact with your stage. Um, and then I got a lot of questions about how game two went specifically. Like, why did I block the jab? Um, I was only allowed to block one attack that turn. And because of note taking, I wasn't allowed to block anything that was four speed or higher. So even things that started base two speed go to four speed. Um, especially if I, I, this is a bit revisionist, but I checked a three. But in my brain, I went, if I check a three, I only get to block one thing. Right. Um, so I blocked the jab and went, if you, after, cause you built four, you built four. It was not, and you were like unhappy with your build. Yeah. Um, you built four and then you reviewed an attack. <laughs> like Tam reviewed yes. an attack and then drew four attacks and, uh, and uh, maybe five attacks, but it was four, at least four attacks, two foundations. Um, and so I blocked the jab and went, if you have Texas into anything, you win. I can't, I can't block anything. Um, and then you had it. It was really fun. And then I, I think I was more excited than you were that you won, dude. I, I my voice, my throat hurts from yelling. I was just more, I, like, like my run in top cuts was like such a dreaded. Like I, wo I woke up, and then saw the the bracket and went, well, I have to fight Ojiro round one. That sucks. Uh, I've done it. I think twice in the tournament already, and it was a nail biter. I think my, the only reason that my I got to do it is my opponent a didn't know what my character did, and b like slightly like uh, missequenced, and so I got to, like squeak some wins by, which was like the whole tournament, right? Was me capitalizing on people like like slightly missequencing or slightly missing an enhance or something like that, like the whole run, um, and then it was there was a Mineta mirror, or, uh, sorry, uh, an Odro mirror. And one of them was my teammate, yeah, right, who happened to win. And so it was fight the deck that I think is the best deck in the room, the deck that I've been practicing as, right? Like, I think this deck is unbeatable. Yeah, Looks like I'm out at, at eight. And then I go in against you, and it's the same deck, <laughs> the same yeah. situation. That, like, like Ojiro into Ojiro into Ojiro into Ojiro. I didn't, in my top eight, or top my top cuts run, I didn't fight anything but. Yeah, right. You played the same list three rounds in a row. Top eight, top four, and Zach was playing our exact same list, but he doesn't own four Shivler, so he was playing a third saving Bakugo. Yeah. And, like, I know that you and Barrett like to do the best deck in the room thing, but the best deck in your bedroom or in anyone's webcam room this weekend was that Odro list that me, Mitchell, Zach, Donovan Smith yeah. played. That that deck was absurd. Like I, um, I agree fully. It won the tournament. Um it's crazy. Uh, I'm going to say this now and, and people can whatever. I woke up. I finished day one 
and woke up for day two. And I was so confident I was winning the whole tournament because I wasn't playing the same game as my opponents until you and I played. I did not feel like I could ever lose. Yeah. Like I was, I was, like I said, I was finishing rounds in, in 10 to 12 minutes, just like in doing it cleanly. My match on stream against the Mineta two is just like, I played very well into a matchup that I got told was going to be the guy, the guy starts the round by telling me when I beat you and I'm going to win. And I was like, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. And then it was like the quickest 2-0 you could ask for against Mineta 2 as Odro. Like it yeah. was, um, you know, he had a, he got a little bit unlucky, but like I was playing very well all weekend. And I was so confident when I woke up that day that I was like winning the tournament. Like I was like so, so confident. In it. And then we ran into you and I was just like, well, if I don't win, Tam's going to win for sure. And I was just super excited when you won the match. Like I, I need to clip that before your, before your VODs go away. Cause like. I remember being extremely, extremely excited. Um, it, it was, it was very, very cool to see you like all the work you've put in, not to get all mushy on your, on the podcast, but all the work you've put in and time you put in like paying off, you know, like you, you, you put in a lot for everybody in the community and stuff. And it, it kind of shows through here. Um, even if you were playing a deck that people, I still don't think your deck was, I lost and people can call me salty or whatever. I still don't think your deck was very good. I would never play Midori at Nizan ever. <laughs> Um, I would never, ever, ever touch that character with a 10 foot pole, but you beat my ass. Yeah. That deck is so much fun. That deck is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You beat my ass, dude. I'll, I'll give it that you were playing out of your mind. And I think that carried a deck that I think is a little bit mid to like an insanely good finish. So it was, yeah, uh, I I mean, uh, it re- it really is like the strength of this Midoriya one deck, which apparently there was a buyout of Midoriya ones. Yeah, the the, 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 the promo Midoriya one um, yeah. that was from you, and then because of you and the Odro deck, like all of the punches got bought out, like back alley Texas uh, rapid punches. Crazy. Yeah. Um. So sorry everybody for ruining your <laughs> yeah. uh, regional Midorias. Uh, if you want to go get one of those. Um. Anyways. Uh. It's um, it's one of those characters that actually gets a buff when your opponent thinks it's not good. Yeah, they 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 put their they put their hands down and go, oh, you can't kill me, you're Midoriya one. And then I go, this one's for twenty one. And they go, wait, I but I can't. I'm like, yeah, I know you can't. And so like, the the, the disrespect that comes from that character is so so good. Yeah. Uh. And it's really this climate, right? Of I'm, you're trying to play like a Neanderthal, and I'm trying to play like a Neanderthal. And as opposed to you get plus nine damage across three moves, I get plus ten damage on one move. So if you can't block one move, I stack on my stats. So there it is. I, I, for what it's worth, and now that we're kind of talking about our match, I knew what your deck could do, and I respected it because, like, I played the deck a lot in set one. Um, I thought it was really cool when I was new to the game. Plus ten damage, real big number, haha, funny. Um. <laughs> I, he breaks I like, his hand. He yeah. breaks his hand, Andrew. Bra- okay. <laughs> Side note: the 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 first starter deck are the two best flavor characters we've ever gotten, right? Oof. Deku's yeah. notebook, right, is the little zone picking. Yeah. And then he he literally breaks his arm. Yeah. And that's why Midoriya two only discards one card because he's now he's breaking fingers. He's focusing. He's, he's breaking focusing. fingers and not yeah. entire arms. Ooh. And then the the Bakugo deck is him basically destroying everything around him to kill Deku. Yeah. And then every time Deku thinks he gets a one-up on him and blocks a move, Bakugo's like, nah, you didn't expect this, yeah. bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. 
here's another like it, it was it, they're, they're my two favorite decks anyway um i i knew what your deck could do like i wasn't disrespecting your damage output i mm. just played till my outs were and my out was you just didn't have texas bash with the way my turn two hand was in game two it was five attacks and a foundation and i didn't want to attack you i wanted to play my back i wanted to play my so i told you this in a call uh, on your stream you're doing the subathon so some of the streams already heard this you sure. built bonds of friendship on turn one and i knew that if i played rapid punches you were just going to take two damage you weren't going to try and block it you were just going to flip bonds and take two and i was totally down to draw a card and mm -hmm. I knew that because you were going to take two from Bonds, my Missouri Smash would draw me a card. And I was like, if I draw two foundations, I can go punches Missouri, build, 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 hold three, a, a high and two mids. And Tam, there's, Tam might poke me. There's no way he goes all in on turn two then. And I for sure win the next turn. And I drew my first card off rapid. It was an attack. And I went, oh. And then I drew off Missouri and it was a foundation that like was pretty useless. <laughs> and I was like, huh. And... And I lied to you. Yeah, well, that was Chat. whatever. That was Chat. I have yeah. to. I have to come clean. Yeah. I have to. Tam's come a liar. Clean. Tam's a liar. If anybody, if if anybody wasn't watching my stream as we were doing it because the casters couldn't hear, because um, it wasn't on the it was on the big screen, right? Our top four. No, it was. Yeah, we, we were, were. We were the stream match. Oh, I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, I was I stream top eight, top four. You were stream top four in finals. Ta that if he. That if you played the back alley on the seven, that I would scoop and we'd go to the next one. And then yeah. you did it. And then I didn't scoop and I killed yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I was hoping for the most part that, like, I would find... I was really hoping for someone with style learning the standards because I knew someone with style meant that I was allowed to check one three on my blocks and still and still block, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I was... Or learning the standards means that um, you don't get to leave Midoriya up. If I, if I learning after the Texas, you don't get to leave Midoriya up. Like I did the math and I knew what I was doing, even if you checked running right. fives, right? Like I knew I like I did the math and I just didn't I didn't find the pieces, right? Like I, I was basically hoping in a all all four were still in my deck and I had like 30 cards in my deck. So I was playing to like a 12% out, which was like probably not the greatest decision, but my hand, my hand like told me I had to attack you and I, I wanted to build. And when I drew two cards, I drew attack useless foundation. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. yeah. It happens, man. Yeah, your your deck tells you what to do. Yeah. Um, so it, how it, it, was? Go ahead. We're we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna move away from a little bit, right? How uh, how was the event overall, though? Do you think it was good? I thought they did a pretty good job of like running the event. Uh, the incessant top deck checks during top cut were pretty bad. Like I get it though. I got deck checked seven times. And I got it, like, I only... four times, four or five. Yeah, I got deck checked before the event started, after my route top 16. I got deck checked before top 8, after top 8. I got deck checked before top 4. There was two, there was two more in there because oh, it's because if you left a room and you came back, they deck checked you again. So like Which I think is fair. Yeah, truthfully. it's just crazy. It's it better crazy. than keeping us in in gamer prison, right? And like you yeah. can't go hang out with your friends, but yeah. like you can go hang out with your friends, but you're gonna get deck checked. Yeah. So like, I think that was a, that was fair. And I thought it like ran pretty smoothly. I think the rounds started and ended at a good time. There was only one round where everyone was waiting around. Like, why haven't we started the next round? It was like round four or five or something. It was just like there was an extension at table fifty, and sure. we were all like hanging out waiting for that table to finish. Um, I think it was was it TAC who ran the event. I'm not sure the the Oceanic um, tournament organizer, but they did a pretty good job. Uh, 
you know, it was cool to play against the Oceanic players. I do in like I I do wish that they would stop treating Oceana like a secondary region and just increase their signups rather than the drama that happened with like Oceanic cool. players saying they couldn't get in and yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm happy that they got the on-stream support. I am truthfully i think it, like I, I had this dilemma whenever it first went up of like should i even sign up for the rle right i i wasn't going to yeah because like it's 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 your guys's event not 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 ours but then it was just like it's good for content it's good for representation that way right of like showing these the, the players um but it, it's just sucks that that people who wanted to play didn't get to play um and it, it it's so like here's the thing though it, yeah not, not to interrupt you but according yeah, to jasco every single oceanic player who got put onto a wait list got into the event sure so anyone sure. complaining that they didn't get a spot is just complaining that they didn't sign up for the wait list as well because i tried to drop from the event it's very, this whole tournament's very funny because i tried to drop on tuesday and i got told it was too late they already filled the wait list they weren't giving any more refunds and then the the day of, I, you guys remember me saying I would rather just go drop and watch Naruto, like I want to. I don't want to play this event. And so like they got a chance. Like like I I don't want to sound like a like a jerk, but like sign up for the waitlist. If you were too salty to sign up for the waitlist, and that's on you, man. Like they were. I also believe I fully believe that they would have just increased the tournament size if they had to. They would have been like, okay, it's 132 people, eight rounds. Like you know, they 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 would have just done that if they needed to. Like I because they they were they were going to get all the Oceanic players in. Yeah. So, um, but that sucks because they should have. They should just. They should just say that. They should just say it. Be like, yo, this, this, this. There's 60 spots for non-American players, or sorry, there's 60 spots for American players. Sorry, non-OCE players, and then everybody else. Just increase it to 256, just like they do every other webcam regional. I don't disagree with that either. So there's no reason for it to be 128. um, Shipping, yeah, but, uh, it's shipping though. Oh, whatever. I, I thought I thought the event was really well ran. Um, I I got to play against four Oceanic players. It was a really really cool event. Um, I, I thought that was a lot of fun to like go and do and interact and 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 have a good time. Um, I don't know if you got to play any Oceanic players, but like they were all really cool guys, and I had a really good time playing against them. So, um, uh, t- thinking about the event a little bit. Um. Let me, let me, I'm going to go pull up uh, Sam Tate's video. He's the guy who's taking over deck lists for me, I think, because he's going to cast most of the events this year. And it's nice. really, it's really easy to do deck lists if you're a caster. So, um, running, running through the list, right? We had eight Ojiro twos out of 19 make top 16. Um, I did the math. Uh, if you go look at, what's his name? Donovan Smith. Mm-hmm. Deck list for some reason isn't in this video. Uh, Donovan ended up playing almost the exact same list that Mitchell, uh, Zach, and I all played. Mm-hmm. And essentially that that deck list went something like 73% in matches across the weekend, at least of the four people I know playing it, right? Wow. It was, <laughs> it was very good. It was, uh, it was nutty. I'm kind of going through it real quick. Um, yeah, I believe this is Donovan's deck here. And he basically, it looks like he got the list we were playing back when it was 51 cards and I was too lazy to cut the 51st card because he's playing both quick to X. So, sure. like, 
it's it's that list is nuts. That list is probably the reason I expect some changes to make be made to Ojiro over the next week. I don't think the format we yeah it's the no, okay. So Kiri Solis in chat I believe is Donovan, and Correct. that is uh he said it's the one with no sideboard. So it is the exact same list we played except for too quick to act. It's the fifty one card list before I cut the fifty first card. Um, so that exact list we stole from Keenan Meadows, and then we put a little bit of work in. I tried changing things, and then I was like. Uh yeah, this the Keenan just had it right for the attacks. Let me let me work on the foundations in the sideboard. Um yeah. Other than that, we had an two all Ojeros, right? We had BJ Cooper and uh Fantech in chat, whose name is not in, in Sam's video. So Fantech in chat also with all Ojero, and then Shane Johns on Water Ojero were the eight Ojeros. Um that was just Pretty much the story of the event. We also had an all All Might three, a Life Toga one, Good Momo one, Death Shigaraki three slash Eraserhead one, Water Mineta two, Air Jiro, Good Deku one, and the one I'm saving for last to roast you about is Dinky one, Matt Crookshank, my boy, who I brought up in the podcast video. I said yeah. Matt Crookshank is really good at Dinky, and he's been winning in at like four straight tournaments. And yeah. then look at that, he made top sixteen after you said Dinky's not a top sixteen deck. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Ah, really bad at being a streamer, man, huh? Mm-hmm. We both are. <laughs> um, <laughs> true. But I'm pretty sure if you scroll back up to this cute little meme that we have, uh, yeah. we both have Midoriya, Midoriya 1 in fun tier, yeah, you son true. of a bitch. All right? So all right, yeah, you, true. I, you, still, hey, all right? Hey, I stand okay, by all that right? one. I stand by that one. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was it was a really cool event outside of the Odro thing, and I uh, I put I put Dinky right next right underneath him right underneath him. You, you know, you said he was worse than Midoriya. Uh, yeah, and he was, and he was second place. What Matt? What'd you get? What? Sorry, eat, eat, a, me? eat a big old fat dick. Damn, <laughs> I hate you. Maybe, um, maybe Matt comes back and he gets he gets second place. Maybe then, maybe then he can make a tier list that oh have that God. has Midoriya and Denki both holding hands in the fun tier, huh? How about that? So, how about we do that? For what it's worth, um, <laughs> outside of this, it, it kind of like obvious. We did some obvious thing, right? But like the only thing that was in my or your like. We would be super. I guess you had Dinky in your. I would be shocked to see this top area. Um, mm -hmm. Deku one was the only one I had in my. Like I would be super shocked if this top cut. Like you would. I would be legitimately surprised. And I was. Like you played out of your mind and your deck ran, and the deck you chose was like a good pick into what people were doing for the tournament. Um, but yeah, it was really really neat to see all these decks. The biggest shock to me. Do you have anything that like stands out to you as like a surprise for this event? Like that outside of maybe a deck that made top cut or a deck that did well, but like maybe something that didn't do well that you thought would. Oh, we're we're uh, obviously we're saying Odra is the best. Where's our yeah. seven handers, right? Yeah. Um, where's Tokoyami? Where's uh uh, where's Asui? Um, where's Eraserhead? Right? We kind of we kind of saw it with with Shigaraki three, right? Um, and then where, where's Dobby? And then and then we have like you know where's Midnight? She literally she won she won the damn thing. Did she get yeah. so bad? For, with set four that like unplayable what do you oh we're, we're... yeah my big one was a racer head you brought up seven handers uh we even kind of of cooed and caught over over uh uh over a racer head in the last podcast we did because like i went and won a provisional with a racer head ready for the odra matchup right and i was pretty confident 
so you you asked me, or someone might have been Bromley asked me why I didn't why I didn't go with the race ride, why I went with Odro. Well, one, the tournament was at night, and I knew that by round seven I would be sleepy. Like round five, one through six, I'd have been fine, but round seven, if I was playing like a win in round seven, I'd be ready for bed. Um, yeah. Also. I am really confident in my ability to finish a webcam match with a racer head in an hour. I'm not confident in you, the mythical other person I'm playing against, finishing a webcam match against the racer head in an hour. Fair. I just don't think you can do it, whoever you are, right? Big, big air quotes yeah. around you. Like, I don't know if you can actually finish a match against a racer head in an hour. Um, and that's fine. Like, that, but that, that, on top of that, the, the two eraser heads I know at the event did not, told me they just didn't find Odros. Like Dan Nelson mm. didn't play against Ojiro as far as I'm aware. He went two one two drop and just did not find Ojiro's. He played a mirror. He played like against Tokoyami, right? Um, yeah, things he does then, not want to find. Yeah, and then the other thing I, the other the other person I know just said like, yeah, I played Ojiro in round one. I won that match, and then I didn't play Ojiro the rest of the tournament. And I went like four and three, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So um, when you're playing a deck that's like an anti-meta deck, and then you don't play the meta. Mm-hmm. right like then you're just kind and of our screwed. game is weird because like you know odro was the most represented character but 50 percent of the of the the part the bar graph is other yeah right <laughs> so like and then you brought up midnight and so my experience i played a little bit of the midnight match as odro and i know that like people like to talk about how good midnight is into back alley haymaker but midnight like if I find if you find snack time as as the Odro player and a back alley on two, they can commit a foundation and give your attack minus four or five speed, but they still had to commit four foundations to do that. Yeah. Right? Like this one is blocked, the rest of them will not be. Yeah, you don't get the block anymore. Um it, it, it's it's yeah, it's crazy that the character can have such a good answer into back alley haymaker and then still be like, oh, my whole board's committed from one back alley. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like, I think the only surprise for me was the lack of set four. That I, I just thought I would see more people testing set four characters. I thought I would see, uh, if you go look at the breakdown, I thought like muscular would be up there, and I don't know if a single muscular got registered. But people were really hyped about that deck, right? Um, yeah, I, well, I think the deck. I mean, the deck gets to do things if, like, you know, yeah. people aren't slamming nine damage worth of stats on three moves. You know, your your character wants you to not block. Right, like your character says, unblocked attack on its face. It's like you can't, you, you can't do that in this this current format. Yeah, and then and then like I was kind of shocked to not see just more set four in general. We only had one set four character make it into not top sixteen, even including sideboards. Uh, Sam streamed yesterday and did a count on how many set four cards were in top sixteen, and it was a really low number. And some of that I think is people went with the safe thing. They were like, well, this is the first regional. I want to do well. So rather than test something new, I'm gonna I'm gonna just do what I know, right? Yeah. Um. So it's interesting. It was I, a really interesting tournament. How many Jiro's got in the top cuts? One. I think it's interesting that character quote fell off as well, right? Especially with like how potent the RLE, or sorry, the 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 uh how potent Worlds was, right? Like it was Jiro all over the place, and then come into this and then it's kind of swapped Odro Jiro of like yo now this is the boogeyman um that character that character was my only loss right yeah. until finals that character was the only one that 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 I that I lost to due to just like getting slammed down to four on turn two and being like well 
it's it's very funny to me because like Jiro always seems to fall off a little bit on webcam just because of the way she, the character works. She always yeah. she always has this like a, a less results on a webcam tournament. Um, you know, in person events will come around and three or four of them will be top cut, right? Yeah. Uh, but like you, your 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 opponent, someone in chat just brought this up. Your opponent activated Jiro while you had a destined, and was like, I guess I'll activate my enhance to let you draw a card. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. E, e my E my opponent flips the foundation, they draw a card is not a good enhance. Um, I don't disagree with you. I think, as we know, plus X plus X infinitely yes. scaling is like, I think that's good enough. People should just stop pressing the Jiro button on webcam. I don't sure. I don't know if that makes me crazy. Maybe just quit fucking doing that. Sure. Maybe sure. stop. Stop uh, doing that. The other the other big Knock thing is um, is that like. I think that she coin flips the Ojiro matchup. And Ojiro does better into other aggro decks than Jiro does because one of the ways, you know, Tim Keefe and Kevin Broberg are real staunch in the, well, what do you do against Jiro? You kill her, right? So other aggro decks are pretty potent into Jiro. And yeah. if you're expecting the tournament to be primarily aggro decks uh, and not and de not decks that are going to like build, build, build against you, then you really can't play the character. Um that's why I'm like really nervous that because Odro did so well, we're going to ignore the fact that Jiro was like super dominant right before this set came out. Nothing in these decks from set four is stopping Jiro. It's the existence of this Odro deck where she has to basically say that's a that's a coin flip or worse, right? Yeah. That's a 50-50 or worse. It's the same thing with Tokoyami. Like I Barrett Bryant's in the chat, and so he's probably gonna tell me and Tam we're dumb. But that matchup felt so um, almost unwinnable for Tokoyami. Like it was to the to the point where Tokoyami is my favorite set three deck, obviously. Like, I, I enjoy I, that that deck wrinkles my brain. I was off. I was off it. I was like, I, I can't do this in, in, in this environment. I'm just going to get turned to it over and over and over again. And I just, I just can't handle it. Yeah. And, and so, like, there's a bit of concern that, like, these two preeminent aggro characters, they didn't go anywhere. Nothing in these sets slowed them down outside of maybe Eye of the Tiger for Tokoyami. But that's, like, a sideboard card at best. I don't think that's a yeah. card that you're... That's three symbols have a slightly better Tokoyami. So, um, so like, it, it's 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 really, really rough that, like... I, I think Jiro is going to do well in Orlando if nothing happens. If we make have nothing, no changes, I think Jiro will have a better showing in Orlando or Kissimmee than, um, than, uh, than Odro. Not, maybe not than Odro, but better than she did in Oceania if we go into the, in the next event with no changes. Right. Do you think we'll have changes before Orlando? Uh, yes. Me too. I Me think too. we could have changes before this weekend. So before, like, um, provisionals this weekend? Before provisionals this weekend. I think it could happen. Will they affect provisionals this weekend? I don't know. But I think, I think it, um, I think it is going to happen. I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it is, it's, it's interesting to think about because it's like, I I expect them to do what they did with Toronto, which was they take a week to make the decision. They announce the decision on Tuesday, but it's effective immediately. So I think Tuesday of next week. If you, I think if we haven't heard anything by Tuesday of next week, then the format's going to be the same. Like, interesting. That's my cutoff date because that's what they did for Toronto, right? That was um for 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 reference for those who may not have been playing competitively or paying attention as much. The Life Asui deck made its first appearance at Orlando, the Orlando Regional next year. Um. Or last year, sorry, not next year, last year. 
uh, it showed up and then the guy just didn't play top cut. So he went like six, one and one blew everyone out of the water, but didn't play top cut. So we didn't actually get to see what the deck did in a top 16. And then Ryan field played the deck at Gen Con won the whole event. And then Travis played it the next week, uh, and went what 12 and zero. did not drop a uh, single round. I, I couldn't, uh, that, that, that I, I remember that was the event where he, he was he was he got pared down in round seven and his opponent wanted to play. And so he played and won that match. And then in round eight, he was trying he was asking, because this is when he was still with unfun stuff and not PPG. He was asking, Oh, should I ID? Should I just let my opponent get in? And we were like, No, go eight and no. You're you're first seed no matter what happens. Just go eight and no. You can lose yeah. this match and it doesn't, it doesn't affect anything. Um, and so that happened, and then everyone was like, oh, they're not going to do anything. The format's ruined. And then the Tuesday, a week went by, and then on the Tuesday before the Toronto Regional, they announced a ban list that was effective immediately that also killed Staff Strike Jiro. So Mitchell went to that event and did abysmally, because that was the only deck he had been playing. Right. He got yeah, crushed. Yeah, because he got rid of Unwavering. Unwavering well. Slash, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was kind of like the... the uh, the, the 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 event I think changes will be made right like I I I'm pretty confident that they'll make some amount of changes right like I don't think that I I think this might be the biggest list we've ever gotten being that the biggest list we ever gotten was three cards I think we might hit four or five cards in this one as far as like I think three characters might get touched and I think we might see two cards get get touched Dang. um so that's just where I'm at with it like I. I'm totally could be wrong. I could be off base, but I think at the bare minimum by Tuesday of next week, we'll have some announcement on Odro if, if we're not touching other things as well. Um, you know, they, they hit, you know what I would love to do. What's up? I would love, let's get three weeks in whether it happens or it doesn't happen. Let's get Tim Friedlieb and slash or Jamie Ray on this podcast Hmm. and be like, yo, can we talk about it? Why'd you do this? Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously we reach out to them. Yeah, They're in yeah. chat right now, obviously. Duh, I'm not looking. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be cool. Me too. I, I would love to, you know, um, to talk to them. You know, Jeremy came in after the event and he made the joke about, oh, we're going to ban Deku. And I told him if he ever came, if I ever <laughs> saw him in your chat again, I was timing him out for six weeks. <laughs> um, and then he basically came out and was like, hey, we don't take tournaments like this lightly we're looking into it let me let me actually pull up his exact message i don't want to i don't want to say something he claimed he said something that he didn't or sure um, but jeremy ray for those who but don't he, know but he, is, but he did say that deku is too good he did he did say that deku yeah. one is too good and anybody yeah. who pilots him is so handsome and kind and yeah. has a dashing smile all of that was in a discord message that sure, we yeah. don't have to bring up yeah you know? yeah, yeah. So Lenoko Lenoko came out and I think he might have been preempted to say something about this because I think they expected a little bit of outrage if Zach won the tournament. Uh, and so Lenoko came out and just said, hey, design takes these things seriously. And then uh, Jeremy Ray came in and said, I think Lenoko has done a good job of saying the stuff that can be said seriously. The team has been gathering games, play data, watching creators content, watching events, monitoring PSC results very closely. Since the start of the set for meta, I promise Tailman isn't invisible to us. Um, so that was that was sort of his message as a member of design that like, hey, we're we're not blind, we see it. They just don't want to overreact and overcorrect because they have done yeah. that in the past. One hundred percent. One. They definitely overcorrected Kirishima one, and I still think they overcorrected Kirishima two, but I could be wrong. I just think they fully overcorrected Kirishima two. Um, but 
you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to add on about the tournament? I have a little bit, but like I was, I kind of dominated the last little bit of conversation. Let's see if you had anything else you wanted to put in. My, um, my, my, the past week has been a real whirlwind. And so adding on top of the fact that I did really well at an event in a weird time zone on a weird day, I literally lost a 24 hour day. I <laughs> thought I, so, so let me tell you, it, fuck the podcast. Let's get into my life. Right. Yeah. So I paused the subathon to do the RLE, right? Yeah. The D and D movie just came out and I was like, yo, I have friends who are trying to go see the D and D movie. We're gonna see. We're all gonna see it on Saturday. So when I exit end end stream to to pause the timer for the event, get get my setup all prepped. I message them at five in the morning. I'm like, "Yo, what time tomorrow are we doing D and D or doing the movie? What time on Saturday so I can do that before this big big event?" Um, I don't get a message back. I buy my tickets because like we're going on Saturday. Um. Me and Rebby go to the movie theater on Saturday, and we message them and go, the movie's in 15 minutes, guys. Where are you? And they go, we're going on Sunday. Oh. And I was like, oh. I thought today was Sunday. In my head. <laughs> because yeah. I played tournaments on – it was, it was, I lost it. <laughs> I lost uh, it. Um, uh, yeah. How, yeah. Was, how was the D&D movie? It was good. Yeah, super, super good. It was worth it. A little hectic, a little campy, kind of, kind of, kind of exactly the space that that like like a family friendly Dungeons and Dragons movie should be, right? Like the two biggest pieces of Dungeons and Dragons pop culture at the moment are the D and D movie and then Vox Machina, and they're both on very opposite ends of the spectrum. Of like, I would let my nine year old niece watch the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I would not let my nine year old niece watch the the Vox Machina. Vox Machina. I, like okay. opposite ends, and both of these things get to exist in in the Dungeons and Dragons Hasbro space and and everywhere in between. I, I don't know. I heard that the movie's doing bad in the box office, but I recommend it. Just realize, like, it's campy and, and fun. I want to see a completely different movie than any movie. I want to see – there's a movie coming out called Air, and it's about Nike going out and signing Michael Jordan as, like, a Hail Mary to save shoe sales, and I want to go watch yeah. that movie really badly. Um, just – just are you a big shoe head or – I just love sports, and I also have read the book that it's based on. It's a, a book about Phil Knight. Um hmm. And it's not it's not like a, a a straight retelling of the book, but I'm really excited to go see Air. I'm gonna try and go see it this week. Uh, oh yeah. So, um, other than that, I want to say one thing, and you got me you got me talking or thinking. I'm totally down for Oceania to host more full open regionals. Please, bro. That was the greatest timeline. I my sleep schedule got a little out of whack, and that's mostly because I stayed up late talking to people on Saturday. But if I would have mm -hmm. gone to bed as soon as I ID'd my round seven match. This would have been the perfect timeline for a movie, or for a movie for a for a for a regional tournament. Start yeah. at six p.m., finish at two in the morning, go to bed, wake up, have a have all of Saturday to go do things. Yeah, I got to go work for a little bit. I got to go grab coffee, grab myself a little lunch. Wait, you went to work? Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I went to work for like an hour and a half, two hours, just to get a little bit of time on the clock and like get some stuff done that I needed to get done, and um. It's the perfect tournament start time for me. I also, it was very funny that I did well in this tournament because I told everyone this is prime time for me. I don't have to get up at 10 in the morning to start a start a tournament. This is when I'm the most awake. This is like when my brain is clicking. It was it was sick. I would, I would, 
Yeah, I, I want Oceana to get in-person events. I see Thantec in chat saying, like, we get IRL events. That's totally cool. I want you guys to have that, too. Like, I'm down for someone to decide to host a regional at 7 p.m. on a Friday again. That was sick. That was, it was so cool. very cool. <laughs> like, I, I, I also, being being a being a, a night owl, yeah, loved it. It was loved so it. good. Yeah, it was. Shout-outs to, uh, to Oceania for having different... Shout-outs to time zones, guys. Shout-outs to time zones, because... That was that was super sick. Um, I think the only other thing about the tournament was like, outside of Odro, that's a really good top cut. If you can close your eyes and ignore four of the Odros, right? Yeah. It's it's an Odro on each symbol, or five of the what Odros. Are the, right? What hmm? are the next four characters? You want to just include them in your in your imaginary top cuts? Oh, so see if I can figure out what the next four characters that that played were. Uh, yeah. Give me a second. Let me see if I can pull that up and because I know a few of them. Um, while that's happening, while he's yeah. while he's focused on that chat, do you have any questions? You have any yeah. questions for us at all that we can we can talk about? Um, like if we had diversity? No, 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 no. Like if like if Ojiro was like like they touched Ojiro in a fantasy world before this event, and and only four of them got in, not eight of them got in. So I don't know what 17 seed was. 17 was the bubble. Jake Gat. I don't know that name. I believe they were. I don't know what they're. I don't even want to pretend I know. I believe Richard Mitchell was on All Might 3. I believe we know Nathan was on Life Momo. Brooke Soul was on Midnight. Mark Tyner was on Recovery Girl. And Tony Hevia was on Selkie. That's sick, yeah. right? Like all of that sounds rad. All of that sounds super awesome. Yeah. Um. It was it was pretty cool. Oh, we got a lot of questions. Holy, holy. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. How long does the um, hair dye last? Mine is a temporary one that will wash out over time. I don't know what Tam's is. Mine is also a temporary that I was told like 16 washes or something like yeah. that. Um, any idea what you would hit if you had the choice? We did an entire podcast on that. We went a little overboard and hit like 30 cards. Um, rapid Fire, Ojiro 2 needs to get touched. Jiro, Tokoyami need to get touched. And I think One with Nature is too good for the format. If I had to pick a simple four. Sure. Uh, I don't know that. if you... Do you have anything to add to that one? Uh, no. Okay. I'd, I'd have had a million cards, but... Yeah, no, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not like What was the coolest yeah. deck in the tournament? The coolest deck that Midoriya I played against... Midoriya 1 was the coolest deck. The coolest deck that I played against was the Shigaraki Foundation Destruction deck. Every card in his deck said Destroy a Foundation. Uh... I played against Innsmouth, and that that character still like accidentally kills you. Yeah. If I literally, if I wasn't playing Midoriya one, and I could kill him on two moves, I I I, I that deck just like slams slams yeah. moves. Besides that, I played very meta characters, <laughs> so like I'm not gonna say all my three. <laughs> I'll get shot. <laughs> uh, biggest card you wish was in your deck that wasn't. My deck was perfect. I'm I'm not trying to mess with you guys. My deck was perfect. I have gushed about my sideboard being so good for this event. Um, was there anything Tam that you wanted to add? Uh, I should have minus one to the rescued, plus one uh, lost in thought. Okay. I sided in lost in thought every single game uh, because that card uh, is good on defense. And it was very cool picking up Texas smashes with that card after being after building them in with jabs. Yeah. Uh, why Earth Odro over the other symbols? Earth gets one with nature. Earth gets hardened shop and hardened jab. Earth gets um, back alley haymaker. Uh and those are the big reasons. Back alley haymaker, you chat won't. No, I, I, Phil Phil's here, and I know he likes that to be the baseline for his for the the format. I think that card is currently too good for my hero. 
it, there could be a world where we where we get power crept enough that back alley is like an average attack. I don't know if I want to live in that world. Every game where I led with back alley, except for game one against Tam, I won that game easily. I just think that card's a little too too good for my hero. Um, I only played three. Yeah. Crazy. But I didn't have the uh, four. I didn't have the starter deck. So I didn't have four more zero diffs to put in my deck. I didn't. I had four zeros in my entire deck. So yeah. back alley, like, and even then, back alley was still just good enough to to just yeah. like want to so, run at a bunch. I just think Earth Earth has too many too many things going for it. I think someone with style is really good. I don't think someone with style is like a four of, but I think someone with style. I think that the Earth deck just gets to build gets to build while attacking, and that's too good. That's what Kirishima two did. That's what Kirishima one did. Is building while attacking has proven to be problematic. But now we've made that the Earth symbol's identity, building while attacking. So um, uh, it, it's 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 just slightly too good. I kind of went over what I thought would be on the ban list. If he doesn't get touched, is Andrew running him back for the next one? Probably. I haven't been convinced not to. Uh, I have that uh, provisional, the uh, online unfun stuff provisional that you guys can still sign up for right now. It's yeah. online. It's happening this Saturday. I believe... Christopher Bromley and I are casting it together. Oh shit, that's sick. Oh, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm just playing Otro, just because like, I, because I can't, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. How do you think diversity in top cuts would affect the meta? Would it be good or bad? I think it would be bad. Uh, for what it's worth, I would have diversified every Odro from this tournament. I was the highest finishing Odro, but it also means that I wouldn't have gotten to intentionally draw in round six and seven. I would have had to play because they would have played. They would not have played uh, ID to round seven. Um, yeah, the idea of diversity. There's like so many small meta games that come with it. Of uh, it, what it what it actually does is, um, it it makes like small mini games of putting players against each other. My 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 favorite the the one thing that I that I uh, that I um, that really changed my mind about diversity. I've got a small story. I was playing Scorpion at a Nationals, um, and there was a new player that was playing Scorpion at a Nationals. Um, it was uh, uh, me and her. We were playing Scorpion. I was cosplayed as Scorpion, and so she came up. And she was like, yo, she was super nice. Um, and uh, obviously, because of diversity, you have to keep track of how everybody else is doing with your character. Yeah. You're playing Scorpion. I have to come by. Did you win? Did you lose? I need to know so I can crunch these numbers. And... I won my match. I came over to her. Yo, did you win? And she goes, uh, she goes, no, I lost. And I go, yes. And she goes, well, that was really mean. And I go, yeah, why am I, why am I celebrating your loss? That's fucked up of me. <laughs> that's uh, And that's exclusively because like I wanted, I was trying to, I'm playing in a competition. I'm pushing myself above a higher and ahead. Diversity does some, some whacked things to you and it hides how good the top tier characters are. It just does. Mm-hmm. Right. We didn't get to see the fact that, you know, throughout the course of all of top 16, Odro was at minimum 50% of the, of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with it masking the problems because I think if the, you can see there are problems when we start sandbagging our game one character, right. When we, when instead of me playing Earth Odro two, I play Earth Endeavor two, and then game two and three, I become Odro, just assuming that I'll win those two, right? Like that, that still shows that there's probably a problem with Odro, right? If I'm willing to play a different character, knowing I can two o, game two and three, right? Um, yeah, I think the idea potentially of symbol plus character diversity is neat. So like, 
the three Ojuros on different symbols would have made it. The highest placing all Ojuro, the highest placing water Ojuro, and then the highest placing earth Ojuro would have made it. That still feels kind of crappy. I think that's a neat idea if you want to if you want to approach diversity. Or like, let's say you're really sold on a character and you want to play them on a different symbol. But like, I think this is like, I don't think they'll ever bring it back. So I think this is not to be dismissive. I feel like this is a conversation that's almost not worth having just because I just don't believe Jasko will ever bring it back. Like, that, I, I that think is, if they do bring it back, I think it will kill a lot of a lot yeah. of players. Yeah, it was just outright. Yeah. Um, what was your strategy with Deku One Speed Reduction? Tam explained all of this in his, on Patreon. So if you guys go sub to him over on Patreon, I'm gonna shill for Tam a little bit in his deck analysis video. He explained this. Did you watch uh, that? I did. Hmm. I did I? I'm sub to Patreon right now. My sub ends in like three days, but I did sub so that I could send you Please that deck ahead. list to argue with you. Uh, about Did teamwork i gave you i gave you money even though i could have just asked you to argue with me on stream yeah <laughs> um and then if you could replace a symbol on ojuro 2 i have no clue air maybe give him air that'd be interesting karate air uh no yeah. uh, no i don't want him picking up comets and indiscriminate shocks <laughs> and shit like that that's all right yeah that's thank fair. you though. Okay, okay. That's that's good. We should take symbols off of Ojuro. He should be like a two-symbolled character, huh? He, won. he should only get to play one. Yeah. Just yeah. Earth. Nothing changes. Yeah. So uh, so kind of jumping back though, the the if 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 let's say that like the bottom four Ojuros don't make it or we have symbol diversity on characters, right? It's some really cool stuff that makes it in. If anyone knows what Jake Gad is on, I'm so sorry. I, I just did not see him in the tournament or play against him, and he's one of the only people who doesn't have their symbol listed. So I can't even guess hmm. what he might have played. But it looks like we would have added a second All Might, a second uh, an All Might on a different symbol, a Momo on a different symbol, Midnight Recovery Girl, and Selkie. Um, so that that's that's pretty neat. Uh, Midnight, Midnight. You were asking where Midnight was. She was six seventeen through thirty two. Three of the Midnights. There it is. So they were they were just just a step behind everyone. Um, there's a, there's a there's a handful of Ojuros still kind of like in the top 32 still as well so uh, it was it was really a fun tournament I think that this is I I hope that if we hit Ojuro we're hitting something else I've said that like three times tonight I'm just gonna repeat it one more time I think that like the concept of just leaving Ojuro out to do whatever he wants or hitting Ojuro and then like ignoring the things that were a problem three weeks ago is crazy but you know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was a good event. I, I'm really proud of Tam. I'm really proud of of, of Mitchell and then the boys uh, doing so well in that event. And 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 yourself. Uh, you know, proud, I could have done better. I'm not gonna say I'm proud of myself. I thought I was winning, dude. I told you that. I'm winning a tournament this year. I lost to Jose. Jose, Jose and I had our sad moment at Worlds. I went to my room for 10 minutes and I came downstairs and said to everyone that I'm going to win Worlds this year. So I'm winning a tournament this year and it's either Worlds or it's going to be one of these regionals. So let's go. Like, um, I, I am going to win a tournament this year. You guys can. I already won a store provisional. That doesn't count. You know? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so... What are you gonna play in your provisional this weekend, Tam? I'm trying to. We can talk a little bit more about competitive play. We kind of got a, a time filler podcast today of just us chatting. I I made a big list and then instantly deleted it because I'm hoping for a ban list. 
that's fair. Uh, at this like like there's this idea of like why bother playing anything but Shig- but uh, uh, Ojiro, right? There's that idea. Mm-hmm. If I could play, you remember how we were talking about like blah blah blah. What's the best evil character? Yeah, I played a because this Iron Man. I played a single game of evil all for one and went. This guy is super neato. This guy builds six on turn one, and then uh, slant because he's got the Cheerios for evil are like actually decent, like mm-hmm. they're like they're good. You slam your momentum and then instantly play Winged Nomu, and you give it the plus two plus two across all of it, and so you're like. You like uh, uh, play brute strength, his plus two, Flutter on my babies, and then you're like wing Nomu for I- I'm a six hand size Nomu essentially that that fueled the 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 echo camp partial. This is on turn two, and I was just like, this is this is kind of neat. And I just like just sent it down a sent it down range, and it was cool. Um, Chat, I, don't I thought any... I convinced him to stop getting sold on these bad decks, and then he got locked in this <laughs> subathon, and you all tricked him again. <laughs> you all tricked him again. Uh, we're gonna have to put Tam back through conditioning. Uh, um... We're gonna have to lock him in the room with the lights off and and feed into his brain that we want him to. Play. This, uh, you know, what the worst part about you doing well with Deku One was? Go on. You're like, yeah, it was Deku One. It wasn't the fact that I seriously play tested for a hundred hours leading up to the event and got tons of practice <laughs> in against the meta decks. Nothing to do with that. It was it was Deku. Nah, it was Deku. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I hate you. The, the I hate perfect you storm. So much. Midori, uh, Midoriya Two, I think would be really fun to play uh, as uh, Ojiro. I was looking at Hatsume, maybe, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That, that character, that character is cool, but I don't know if I want to. I don't. I don't know if I want to do that for for like a long stream. That seems like a that seems like a webcam Wednesday kind of deck. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am so on Sarah too, man. Sarah two and Gamer Toga. I just like I want to play those decks. If I played this weekend, I think I would play. Okay, realistically, if I was playing this weekend and I needed to get my invite, I would play Ojiro two. If you're in chat and you're trying to get your invite from this unfun stuff provisional and Ojiro two is still legal, I think you should just play that deck. I think especially because odds are top four will get an invite. I think we need like seven more people to make top four get an invite. I would just play Ojiro 2 because I think you could confidently top four. Uh, uh, if if you're there and you're just playing and you have your invite, I would. I think I would play Evil Innsmouth. One of my locals was playing Innsmouth and uh, uh at, at, at locals a few weeks ago and the deck felt really real he kind of like he kind of gave up on it because he was like oh they can play answers but like who's playing answers to rivet stab on right now right two yeah. low for three low for five that draws me a card on a three diff um excited for bloods tongue whips uh, uh just generically good attacks like i i think i would consider evil in's mouth so um that's where i would be that'd be the next that be that would be the next deck that I think I'm going to work on a little bit. I have Chaos Midnight built right now because I told Bromley I would test it. Um, I I I just think Evil Innsmouth is kind of neato right now, kind of kind of sicko mode. I think that I think you were on Evil all all for one, but right now I'm on my uh, I'm on my what degenerate aggro deck can I build so I can tell Christopher Bromley I'm not an aggro player, and then try and kill him on turn two. 
<laughs> yeah, Chris, I'm not an aggro player. I just, I want to play control decks, Chris. I just like I can't. Right? Look at the sweet aggro deck. How could I ever play a control deck? How could I ever play a, a deck that's trying to play more than two turns? Chris, look how cool this is. Chris, I'm not an aggro player. Chris, I promise I'm not an aggro player. I'm also really thinking Life Ochako. Mm -hmm. um, I think Life Ochako with Dual Needle is pretty good. Um, yeah, I'll pay three to, to Ochako once per turn and then bring it in and then play my Meteor Shower and then <laughs> it's off to the races, right? Like, yeah, I, it's kind of good. I think Life Ochako is pretty neat. I think Life Ochako is really neat last format too, but rest in peace to me being a coward and not playing that deck. Um, I think if you want to, so I have a, I have a crazy thought that if you want to, if you want to catch people off guard in the same way and have them disrespect you the way Tam got disrespected playing Deku, play 50 card Aoyama one with the earth attack lineup and find, and just find your tight lip the same way that Ojiro wants to find student. Just find it and know that when you find back alley, you find the tight lips in your discard pile. I yeah. think that dude kills people. I, I I brought him up in my in my video on uh, that I did on YouTube about my deck that like mm -hmm. I'm nervous that he's in the list of characters who might get to pick up this earth rebuild, build and draw, build and draw. Yeah. Uh, I think you might catch some people off guard not knowing that you can do Odro. You're not going to give nearly the output that Odro 2 can give, but you're giving half of it, and that's still really good. When you, you find Tightlip, plus one, plus two on every move. As my fourth move, I'll commit my character and then play Hulking Grimace on a negative uh, one. I'm not doing Hulking Grimace stuff. What are you talking about? Why would you not play Hulking Grimace in Ayama 1? He makes it a negative one difficulty. He, he makes it good, but I'm trying to play like... Uh, I'm trying. I, so you could theoretically take out the the Missouri smashes for naval laser beams, and then chivalrous competitor in that character is we both draw a card plus one plus one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I think that like he plays that Earth deck really really well. Um. I I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked if someone told me they they won their their store provisional with a. Uh, what do you need to swap student of the art for? Put in two more summon with styles and play like another cracked two diff or play more one diffs or play more zero diffs. Um, play more zero diffs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, 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 it, it hits like a truck. And when you find tight lipped, you are flip a foundation for plus one, plus two. Uh, if you find two tight lips, flip a foundation plus two, plus four. Or if you, he turns your chivalrous into plus one, plus one. If you have, if you have one with nature, he turns your chivalrous into plus three, plus two. Flip, both of us draw, my attack gets plus three, plus two. It's, he gives a lot of stats, guys. I'm just throwing it out there as, as something I would consider if you want to play Earth aggro and not play the uh, the cringe Ojiro deck. Um, do I have anything else I would consider this weekend? I'm really kind of interested in Innsmouth. Chaos I feel you. In, in cool. the same way that like, you're interested in Innsmouth, I'm interested in Midoriya too. Yeah. Of just like... But I just want to play. How how many thrashings can we play? <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. I want to play thrashing ten times, ten times in a turn. Clear the ball. <laughs> They're the same. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, it, it's 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 a really cool. I think we're getting really close to a cool format. We just have a few outliers, and so that's why I think that like there's some cool shit you can do. I, um. I think Shoto 2 is really neat right now. I know that some people in chat earlier were talking about Shoto 2. 
I just think right now there's no reason to play him because Odro exists. Um, Mr. Compressed, super sick deck. Ochako one, super sick. Or you could just play Jiro. You could play the uh, character with Jiro in the name. So, but um, what else we got, Tam? You got anything else you want to add on? We've been going out about an hour and ten minutes. I'm down to be here. We can talk about the new cards, or we can save that for another podcast. Yeah, we can talk about the new cards. Yeah, yeah let's fun. go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about the new one. So that was sort of the Oceanic Regional, the the competitive meta game, uh, kind of what Tam and I have been doing for the last month was prepping for this event and then it paid off and we got top four second place uh we did not win we are we are bad at the game zach pasley is goaded with the sauce you know goaded with the sauce uh what we're going to talk about next is coming out in may at your lgs the what are they called uh the reunion tour reunion class reunion boxes are coming out and with them Andrew Holder's favorite thing in the world 11 mechanically unique promos that you can only get from buying the $60 product it's sick (laughs) sound the trumpets sound the alarms I'm gonna have an aneurysm live on the podcast Uh, (laughs) uh, so the class reunion boxes are MSRP somewhere between 45 and 60 and then there's a small baby one you can buy for 20 the big one comes with damage dice and counters. Um, the the big ones come with uh, like markers for some kind of thing, and then they come with six random promos out of ten. Uh, if you have no repeats, right, no repeats, and you need to get forty copies, you have to buy seven of these. So it is somewhere between $280 and $380 to get a place out of these promos if you are lucky and you get no repeats at all. So, um, yeah, and I think some of these cards are pretty good. They are going to definitely be cards you're going to look at for your decks. Uh, Mechanically unique promos are the devil, though, and I hate them. So... These cards will be legal in tournament play on release. They come out the week before a regional, so hopefully you got them. <laughs> you know? Tee-hee. Uh, hee-hee-ha-ha. Uh, they are... Yeah. Um, well, man, they're, they, are, they are something. And then the smaller one comes with less promos and... Uh, uh, less packs of League, uh, first edition League of Villains and no dice and no counters and tokens and stuff. And uh, anybody want to buy a silver vial seizing and try and get me a play set of promos because ha ha he he ha ha my brain has a problem. Uh, I don't know when you are. All right, cool. So jumping in, uh, are we going to do the future is now first? Future is now. The future, future is now, now is the, the guaranteed promo. So this is the one you get for buying the product. Um, I was told, Tam, that this is a reprint of an old card, but for those listening and not watching, the future is now is a three diff action with the good life and order symbols. Form your next attack gets plus two speed, plus two damage, and ignores progressive difficulty. Only one copy of this ability can be played per turn to high block. Um, this, I have been told, is a reprint, Tam. Do you, that this was JJ's favorite card, Jacob Johnson's favorite card in Claims it was his favorite card. 
You know what it's a reprint yes. of? Uh, it's not over yet. It's um, not over yet. Yeah, or not over yet, maybe. Not over maybe, yet. Maybe Which is from that. Platinum uh, Darkstalkers. Yeah. Yeah, except um, that you could do multiple of them. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you so, could do multiple of them. I'm gonna put this on top. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts on the future is now. I think that this card is neat. I believe I, the 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 term that you can only play one of them makes it weird to me that like it's a lot of people are, are like Nate played against JJ playing Staff Strike Jiro with this card and is losing his mind and saying like this deck's unbeatable. You can only play one of them, so I don't know that you get to play like slam four of these in your deck, right? I just put. I'm putting it in like I think it, I think it belongs in any staff strike deck i think it belongs yeah. in any uh any like home run comet deck i think it belongs in any like any big long uh string deck it's funny in like mandalay right like I, I that's the deck that i'm building right now where mandalay has an attack that says it gets plus x plus x for every whatever copies of cards it's good in eraser head three under the life symbol like it actually gives him some playability it says like the first one doesn't count when i pump my character twice my third one doesn't count um, and get stats. This thing counts for stats. Like, this card has uses. Here's the big thing about what this card does. Um, this card used, uh, used to say, um, when I had a decent enough build hand, I would go, not over yet, build, 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 on turn one, sling a four damage move, check a five, it gets two, two, poke you, get a momentum, cleared a card out of my hand. Yeah. And so, like, that was decent enough. the the other The other thing that that not over yet did was it also like accidentally drew you cards. It like drew you x minus one, x plus one cards. Um, and so like, uh, I think that this card is like really, really needed, like a one or a two of. It is mm -hmm. not a three or a four of like it like cards used to be. You know, I I think that like this is just gonna feel bad when they find it right. You're going to remember way more games where your opponent plays the Future is Now as Staff Strike Jiro, builds five foundations, happens to go weapon into foundation as the last two, not five, builds three, plays Staff Strike. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, the Future is Now is so broken. He got to play a Staff Strike on a 10, but it was actually on a six. But you're not going to remember the times where like they did it, they played the Future is Now on a four, they played a random attack on its printed difficulty for plus two, plus two, right? Like... You're not going to care about those games. Um, I, th yeah. I think it really is going to be who can abuse the fact that they want to play actions in their in their deck under these symbols, right? Yeah. Like, I I I don't have like a a perfect answer, but like I could even see like. Even doing this, you ready? Like, here's here's the play you get to do with, like, like I'll use the example because it was this weekend, right? Future is now, build, build, build. Uh, I'll play the Midoriya Secret Rare that says, uh, not block to make your character, discard my hand, draw three. And so I'll play out my whole hand, play this decent enough move that you have to, like, interact with because, like, you know, it's an eight damage move. You should do something about it. Discard your hand, redraw my three for the for the whatever, not to mention whatever I have on my on my board. End my turn having played a, a, a decent enough poke with, with the build down with all my foundations ready. Like, that seems, that seems like, like, on paper that's good. In the, but is it going to see play competitively? 
one deck, maybe. Just Death Strike stuff at the moment. Yeah, I could see it just going into to Jiro in general on, on good, right? Um, but it's... Like, even not doing Staff Strike stuff, right? You gotta remember uh, River Cook, they had a deck where they were playing, like, back alley haymakers and stuff like that. Uh, and they were just playing the good symbol, good charge attacks. Uh, yeah. So It's yeah. also very funny in Order Denki. That is, the, the, that is neat. Yeah. I'll build out my foundations, and this jolt is on a four. Ah, I passed. Who, who knew? Okay, yeah. well, this is a five mid for six that's going to deal one. Shove them all. Let's start over. Yeah, um, that is pretty neat. So There's, there's, the there's stuff you can do. I think the card's good, and I definitely think that uh, you're going to hear a lot of stories about this one, but it's always going to be the time your opponent did something crazy and not like the average use case for this card. Yeah. So, cool. The future is now. That's the the guaranteed promo. You're getting one of those no matter what. So when you have to go buy your seven products or whatever, uh, you'll have seven of these. What's next? Hell yeah. Uh, we'll just move on to the actions. We'll just, we'll just get that up. Masterminding. I'm so excited for masterminding. <laughs> masterminding has posing Shigaraki on it. He's plotting something. He's got his arms doing the... the the. He's about to drop the illest mixtape of all time. <laughs> Masterminding is a three difficulty action on Shigaraki three symbols, death, evil, order. Uh, response, after your rival fails a check, add this card to your momentum face up. Only one copy of this response can be played per turn. Enhance momentum once per turn. Your rival's next check gets minus one. Failing that check does not end the combat phase. And it has some key text static. It can't be discarded from your momentum to pay costs. But it doesn't say it can't be removed. I'm turn one once per gaming you, gaming, you guys, a Shigaraki 3, and there's nothing you can do about it. True. I'm going to say true. that one fails. You're going to play a foundation on a four, on a, on a 3, check a 3. I'm going to go, that one fails, respond masterminding. Yeah. And then I'm going to once per game you. And I, I, you're going to ask why, and I'm going to go, because I want to. Uh, I think the really cool thing about masterminding is... Yeah, when you when you mastermind them and you like let them, you you use your shiggy and they choose to fail it and you just slam mastermind in and go. <laughs> it's still your it's still your turn though. Yeah. And they go, okay, here's here's another one. You go um, another minus one and that one failed too. I think it's cool. I don't think that in the current climate you're allowed to run this card. Oh, that's whatever. Sure, I don't care. <laughs> I'm still gonna do it. Sure. Uh, I'm still gonna I do think- it. Do you think that this like let's let's pretend that the that the 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 big three don't exist, right? You're not just getting absolutely mollywopped. We get to a more mid rangey ish control turn, not turn two, but turn four, turn five. Do you think this card makes that control Shigaraki three that you wanted? Does this card single handedly do that for you? It gets closer, right? I think the deck is already very close. I wasn't struggling to survive into like. Jiro and Tokoyami like they had games where they played non-interactive with me and I died but like the games I was struggling into were like the Ojiro's who specifically Ojiro um, these are these are the cards from the class reunion boxes yeah somebody in chat asking these are the cards from the class reunion box um, I think this makes it a lot closer um, enhance once per turn minus one to your check now you now your character enhances twice per turn essentially um, right your character gets to gets to use his enhance twice and then if you happen I don't think you're playing four of this card ever I think you play two and then the games where you get to, you, to get both of them in your momentum yeah is going to be nuts like it's, yeah, 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 you're yeah. going to feel you're going to feel like you're going to feel 
like you are in, you can't possibly lose because you're minus three to checks over the course of a few turns. So uh, it, I think it also feels good because like you'll you can you can masterminding them when they fail a block. Yeah, because it's just a check to play a card. Yeah, which is neat. Yeah, I think this is a card that when you get to fire it off on turn one, going going second, it's gonna feel nuts because like it's it's same as like cremation and 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 ready gets that go right. It's just like an extra review. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's gonna be like oh cool, I get to advance my game state on your turn on turn one. It's a card that makes going second as Shigaraki three not feel as bad because right now like he is one of the worst feeling characters to go second with. Yeah, you get to do your cool response thing. But then if your opponent just builds on turn two again, you essentially like sort of lose an aspect of your character, which is controlling their checks because now they have right. nine foundations and right. the decisions are a lot easier for them. So I think Mastermind is cool. I think it's a sick two of. I don't know if this card ever gets played in a deck that's not Shigaraki three. This feels like it should have just been in the set with Shigaraki three, but cool. Um... I think it's accidentally cool on like a Manetta. Um, Maybe. Oh, he can't discard it. He can't boss. discard it. Yeah. So. Order All Might 6 says remove his momentum. Okay. Order All That's Might neat. 6. That's yeah. neat. That's neat. You the, 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 Toga, the Toga Ultra Rare says flip A momentum, right? Oh. On evil. On evil. So you can cool. play it in evil decks if you want to. What, she doesn't, does she have evil? Does she not death? Does she have death? She's got she's got death. death. Yeah, she's death, got death. Life water. Sorry, death. Death life water. So, yeah. um, on the death decks can can flip them. Yeah. Um, I for some reason I want Toga two to have evil really badly. Every time I talk about that character, she has evil life and water, and I just forget she has death. And then I'm like playing dual needle lunge in all my death decks. So something is wrong with my brain. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Up next is another like functional reprint or exact reprint. I'm not sure if the wording is exact, but it's a at least a functional reprint of a card called Dodge right. Dodge, yeah. Um, uh, I think this is the best card in the set. Huh. I ah. think this card is huge, and I'm going to be putting it in uh, pretty much as a one-of in every deck uh, for the subathon going forward. Okay, so lose X health before the damage step of your rival's unblocked attack. It deals no damage. At the top card of your rival's discard pile to their card pool, X equals the attack's Printed damage. Big, big thing there. I thought it was just its damage, so I thought you were just like, oh, I'll pay 12, not give them a momentum stuff their card pool. But you can just pay three in, into a Texas Smash. Um, yeah. So Dodge uh, added a foundation back to their hand. Okay. This stuff's their card pool. So there's the difference, right? Dodge yeah. didn't have a block at all. This thing has a five mid block. So, like, you can attempt to at least block with it, right, if you're going to die. Um. Yeah, this uh, this w when we ask for more defensive options, this is it, guys. This is it. This this says that like I don't get turn two'd. Really, um, your like uh, yeah, home run comet. You don't have to. You don't have to block things anymore. You you don't have to. I will take four damage. I will take three damage. If stats are king, this card ignores the stats you put on i don't have to fight you with it and it's very very hard for you to to fight an action in my hand i can't this wait to show down your runaway incredible do it do it 
because that's 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 back and forth. That's that's an interaction yeah, we have, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Please. I can't wait to show down your runaway. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> yeah, indiscriminate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Indiscriminate comet Texas. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this 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 card is this is the reason you have to buy these these packs is because under these three symbols now, can you imagine? Right? You totally, you completely and totally sell out as fourth kind, and you have one card left in your hand. And your opponent, like, like he's got it all. I'm going to dump everything. And you go, on a five, it checks. I'll take four. I'm at 30. Go ahead. And they go, wait. <laughs> that was supposed to do 12. That was My math is, it's over. <laughs> right? These three symbols are so, so good now. Just yeah. at, Just not dying. Chaos needed the help for sure. Evil versus good stocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's, there's answers. There's, there's answers to what this thing's got going on. But it, it, the, I'm just going to unga bunga my way and just like, like when you discard for plus four to Texas, you have to think about it now, right? You know, so you know what I really want to happen in a stream match. I want someone to make the sickest twisting Azure Inferno of all time. And I want their opponent to try to run away it. And then I want the twisting Azure player to evil versus good it. <laughs> and then give it the plus and two. And then give damage. it the two damage. Ooh, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. That's what I want in life. But yeah, Runaway yeah. is really sick. It's it's a sick card. It's definitely a card that like it's doing what people ask for. It is coming at a hefty cost, right? It is a five difficulty. You may have to commit two or three, um, so it, it 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 it's very 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 sick. Um, I'm yeah. pretty pretty excited for this one for sure. The next one, I'm not excited for. We're going into Grand Torino's agency, I imagine. Sure, I'm in. Uh, I don't know that this one's great. It's a terrain, and I already do not like terrains. It's a green card. I already do not like green cards. Uh, the the static for this one is all attacks get plus one speed, period. Your arrivals attacks, and but it's only while it's ready. Uh, response commit after an attack leaves your card pool during the combat phase. Draw a card. Enhance destroy. You may use a kick attack in your hand to block this attack as if it had a plus zero mid block mod- modifier. Um, I don't think this one's particularly good. I think this is. This doesn't inspire me to put the green card in my deck. I don't, this I don't card know is one of the sickest it. cards that you can play under the void symbol. Hmm. This card is so, so cool. The idea of after... Uh, so so we have... Um, obviously under his three symbols, we have the after a card... Uh, uh, after you block it, it leaves, right? The rebound sidekick, right? That triggers this to draw. It says that all of your all of your uh, bad blocking kicks, all your ultra kicks, are zero mids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, after I play my five diff and I clear my card pool, I get to redraw a card. Um, the issue is, right? This card's not good enough for the format as is because you'll just die. You can't afford to play terrains. You can't afford to play the the assets that aren't that aren't so powerful like League of Villains, right? You, you know what this makes this card, card playable? What? Three magic words in that enhance. Playable committed. Playable while committed. Yeah. 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 It's it's I, it's a choice, and I I like this card a lot. I think this card is super super cool. Yeah, I'm pretty low on this one. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it is a neat card, and 
it's something people have wanted to be represented. Like as soon as terrains came out, they're like, wait, what about like the agencies? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it has the same issue uh, that I have with sports festival stadium in that because we don't have a way to build it during our combat phase. Uh, our, they get it first. They get it first. Yeah. So. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think I think turning my my XL kicks into both three high blocks and zero uh, zero mid blocks could be good enough. It could be, but that is not the that is not the climate we live in, right? You play this versus Jiro, and and they go, wait, my charge moves have an extra plus one speed. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, but I, I get it. I get I get where you're coming from. This card is super super neat for kitchen table play for locals play. Run it. Run it. Yep. Up to the attacks, right? Moving into the attacks now? Yeah, I'm in. Blazing Icicle. Shoto 2 card for sure. Uh, oh, yep, yeah, there we go. Three high for five. Got the ranged keyword. Five difficulty move on Shoto 2 symbols. Response, card pool, flip a foundation after your ranged attack deals four or more damage. Freeze one rival foundation. And enhance if this attack has received a speed and damage bonus. Draw a card. Uh, see a lot of ones in chat. I think this is pretty mid. Pretty meh. It's a high attack, but I think it's pretty... I think it's, like, okay. This but it's card's a, super neat. Yeah. If they do the unfathomable, they rotate that one. Yeah. There's just better options than this card. Right? There's just better better things to be doing with your 5-3-2 high block slot. Yeah, there there are definitely things you can be doing that are better than than blazing icicle. I think um, the idea behind it is neat. It just telegraphs what you do, and then imagine that you like play your blazing icicle, but you have another one in your hand, and now it's just a three high for five because you used your cool shoto to enhance. Um, right? That like yeah, this is only going to feel. This is a card that like is only going to feel good. When you're able to do the Shoto 2 enhance on it, mm -hmm. it's never, ever, ever, ever going to feel good when you draw more than one. This, we are almost to a point, we're almost to a point where with like how um, unique all of these cards are, that I actually think that we currently don't have, we have characters that, that, would be bad i think a highlander format in my hero would be unbelievably fun yeah. this is one of the sickest highlander cards that you can play yeah. this card's so sick in a highlander deck for shoto 2 this card's the snap goes in this is this is cool but when yeah. you look at i get to play four copy or let's say let's say that like like uh you only get to play two copies of any any card as opposed to the the four right like if they reduce the max number of cards that you could or max number of copies you could play this card's in there's no shot that that you ever play this card. Yeah, yeah. Ever and ever. Yeah, it's kind of neat in Tokoyami. Barrett just said that in chat, but yeah, it's 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 it is okay, but I think it is it's it's definitely competing with too much uh, for the, like the range package as is. Yeah. Up next, create insulation cloth. This one has Momo on it. Obviously, it's a create card. Four diff, three low for four weapon keyword. It's on. Momo two symbols, all life and water. No, does she have all? She is good, right? She is good, not all. 
So this is just so that you could. It has all on it, so you can play it on Staff Strike more than you can play it in Staff Strike decks. Uh, besides the <laughs> um, uh, response card pool, after your rival plays a non-character ability that commits or seals a card in your stage, cancel it as a flip. And then add one foundation from to your card pool. Your next weapon gets plus two, plus two. I like this one. Um, I love cards that I feel good about checking bad on. I know that's a crazy thing to say. I'm down to put a committed foundation into my card pool and turn on my staff strike. But yeah. um, it is a first enhance, which kind of stinks. And then that card pool response is neat considering you can sort of do it on their turn and has a one mid block. But like, I don't think this card's great. I just like this one. Yeah, I think this is, uh, again, Highlander. This card's a very cool option for you to do. Is this card better than, um, and I, I don't cancel me, is this card better than Bowstaff? That adds anything from your discard pile into your into your card pool to set up your staff strike. Adds anything from your discard pile to your hand to set up your staff strike for your doing doing your cool staff strike stuff, as opposed to a resource you already have. Is it better than that? Yes, because uh, it's low. Yes, because it has a better block. It has yes, because like, it, it has to have a pool. response. Yeah, and so like, but, but that seals or commits. Actually, that response is kind of correct. Yeah, cancels jolt. It cancels stun two on block. Cancels stun right? two. Cancels jolt. Cancels, um, whatever you needed to do. Right, like it. It. it yeah. It is a neat card. It's a low. Um, yeah, I, I think this card's really, really neat. Like, I don't know. Again, that this is like going to be in some meta-defining deck, but I could definitely see this making its way into top cuts as like a one or a two of in some cool weapons life like staff strike deck. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's great insulation cloth. What's the next attack we got? Dark Shadow Surge. Hell yeah, this one has some cool art. Tokoyami is such a cool, edgy character. Man, <laughs> I uh, we, we talked about this one a little bit, and for those listening and not watching, the reason I'm reading all of these off is a comment we received. Tam was that sometimes when we're talking about cards that are new. If you're not able, if you're listening on Spotify or you're listening on 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 YouTube without without visuals, I don't know what we're talking about. So, mm. Dark Shadow Surge, four low for four. Uh, Tokoyami, two symbols: air, chaos, and evil. Ally, fury, combo, ally, comma, ally. Combo enhance: destroy one rival foundation. Discard the top card of your rival's deck if the discarded card is an attack. They build the top card of their deck, and then card pool response. After your rival discards momentum to pay a cost, they lose two health. This effect cannot reduce your rival below one health. Um, I think this card's neat in these ally decks that like people were trying to make work at the start of the set and then they quickly gave up on, right? Like I think this is a cool card. Combo enhance, destroy one rival foundation, period. And then you get to coin you get to basically like coin flip them on if they get to rebuild or not. Is like that's like I'm down. I'm down in like my ally, like. What, what, how do I, my ally potluck dinner deck, right? Where I'm playing every card <laughs> with ally. Everyone's bringing something to the party. Yeah. I'm totally down to play like this is a two of to destroy the one thing on your board that can stop me from popping off, right? Yeah, like, man. I, I think that this card really sees a place in, funny enough, Tokoyami 2. Like, like I was playing Tokoyami 2 um, for the subathon and 
that guy's got some really freaking sweet moves. Yeah. Play a card. Uh, the, just like like people focus on the re-ready. He has enough ally tech inside of like his choices now that kick an ally you don't like, add in an ally you do like. Even adding this thing in, my uh, like my first enhance is I I Tokoyami to um to add this card in whenever you use your cheerleader. Whenever you use your um uh uh whenever you use your uh Dobby clones burn two is like might be just enough to like help you finish off what if you're missing two damage right and you don't want them to to do this thing like it's neat this is a really this is this is cool tech for him on addition to a 33 percent chance to just like selectively point and click one of their things it's cool you, know, you always get to point and click oh right yeah, you yeah. Always, always get, get to point and click they, 33% chance they build it back. Yeah, they, they, they don't build it back. It. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't get to replace it. Or if, if it's an attack, they build. So there's a 30% yeah. chance that they replace it. So yeah, I you were talking about sick Highlander cards. This be a sick Highlander card. You get to point and click Agreed. at their thing. That's annoying. Um, but I, I this combo is off Summon Dark Shadow, right? It, 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 it kind of has a really neat way to design. Design It weirdly, one of, one of my locals was talking about this card and he was like, it combos off of twice. You can go play a twice, play a twice. If you find two of them, play Dark Shadow Surge. <laughs> and I was that's like, funny. that's cute, I guess. That's funny. Yeah. That would be that the funniest looking card pool. You're legally allowed you to do it. You are legally that, allowed yes. to do it. So uh, speaking of twice, our next card is a twice card. Duplex. Duplex. This one. This one's bad. If you don't click one for the name alone. <laughs> this I one is bad. Up. I yeah. Five diff, yes. four high for five, slam keyword, enhance. N whew. If this deals five or more damage, build a character card from your discard pile. Twice first enhance, this attack gains throw. It's baffling to me that it's not four or more damage. Yeah. It's baffling to me. I should be able to play two duplex in a row, use my cool twice enhance to give it plus two, plus two, and get a character back. How is this good in twice? It has to deal five to build a twice. You have to play this on a six. Seven. Yeah. yeah, and it only deals seven, so it, it 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 gets it gets blocked at all, and it does it does four, and then and then you look at them. Yeah, and you're like, well, shucks. It could have had echo, actually. It had yeah. the echo would have been neat. Like, this is my this one's this is not good. I I yeah. This one's not good. This is this is coaster tier. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. It's gonna be the best looking card. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that blazing icicle might be the best looking one because Shoto two always our Shoto always has like banger banger foils, right? Yeah. We have we also haven't gotten to the waifu card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up next we have one for all one million percent Delaware Detroit Smash, and this. If you're a tier lister on YouTube, immediately goes into your Pippa tier. Yes. It's a seven diff. The first time we have seen the number seven in the top left corner of uh, of a card in My Hero. It's a six mid for eight. Punch. Midoriya stun two. Discard your hand as enhanced. Discard your hand as cost. This attack gains powerful X. X equals your momentum plus one. You cannot play attacks for the rest of this turn. Ask the question. What? Ask it. Ask it. Ask the question that everybody's asked me already. 
I don't know what the question is. Is this going in Deku 1? No. Fuck no, this is not going in Deku 1. This card isn't good. <laughs> this card is so incredible in Recovery Girl. This card this isn't card is, good. <laughs> this card is nuts in Recovery Girl. Yeah. She just plays a bunch of silly things that accidentally goes to her momentum, and she walls you out, and then she goes, okay, this thing now has throw. This thing now has powerful X. I'll discard these momentum. All right. Can, can, this one's for 100, and it's a throw. Can I, can I tell you something that really, really, really frustrates me about this card and about the, the choice that product management and design made with this card? I know this, but I want you to tell the audience. I hate with every fiber of my being that this card, the iconic moment from the anime that we're doing right now, the invasion arc at the school, the League of Villains showing up, is not in the main set. It is so upsetting to me that I have casual friends who would want to open packs and they would lose their fucking minds to open one for all, one million percent Delaware Detroit smash. And it's not in the fucking set. It's a promo card that you have to buy in a supplementary product. It is the most mind-boggling, baffling decision Jasco has made to me as far as promos go. Typically, our promos are things like Dupeplex and Blazing Icicle. They're generic. They're just move that character could do. This could have been the sickest secret rare. United States of Smash, very cool. But instead, this should have been Resolute Rushdown. Someone in chat just said it. Showcast just said it in chat. This card in the promo kit should have been Resolute Rushdown. You know how cool it would have been? All the speculation that content creators would have done if Tim Friedlieb in his little preview article was like, you're going to see the first seven difficulty attack in this set. And we'd all start scratching our heads and going, oh my God. I don't care that it would have been a $2 ultra rare. I have people who would have lost their fucking minds to open this card in a pack. Would have lost it. They would have gone absolutely insane. And instead, yeah. it's in a supplementary promo product. It's a mechanically unique promo that you're not guaranteed to open when you open the product. Extremely frustrating. Extremely frustrating. And I think it is one of the worst decisions Jasco has made as a product management for product management and design choices. And that's and not even a power level thing. I think just for the sake of motivating people to want to open packs and 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 get in and 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 all that. So yeah, that's a long rant. I've told Tam this before, but mind-boggling. So I, I don't think this card's very good though, Tam. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. Not great. Um what's the next card we got? Throwing knife lunge. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on this card. Okay. Four diff, two low, three mid for three. Death, evil, life, ranged weapon. Response, card pool. After your weapon attack deals damage, your rival loses one health. Enhance, card pool. Flip, if your rival has lost five or more health this turn, destroy one rival asset or foundation. This card is not good. Hmm. Three mid for three. That uh, can't beat a chivalrous competitor. Um, I like this card a lot. I how? 
I like this card a lot. I think that this card is actually where I want to see universes cards. Um, this card is a duper card. This card is not a super card. This card does not answer answer its own questions. This card is a is a card that wants to work in tandem with things in your deck. Right? I think that this card looks very scary when you have a couple bench presses made. I think this card looks very scary whenever you can increase its speed just enough to make it not counter with progressive. I think that this card is very cool whenever whenever pieces line up. I th- I think I think this card is really really cool. It's bad, but yeah. I think it's cool. Okay, I thought you were trying to sell me on its playability. This, this this is where this is where I think that universes should exist is cards like this. Mm-hmm. This is what I want out of the game. This thing exists in my card pool and says that the rest the rest of the rest of my turn I'm doing cool things. So as Toga One, it's got all three of Toga One symbols. Every time that you block me, you're gonna burn one. Every time you don't block me, you're gonna burn one. You're in this damned if you do, damned if you don't state, right? Uh, and I'm I'm continuing and I'm cycling through and like it's 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 super super fun to pile this thing together, and it is literally death by a thousand cuts, and that's like this idea of toga, but instead we just you know back alley stun to build slam speed to the things, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and 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 that's what that's what my hero is. This card is like such. This card is such a sick. When I'm done with the response on this card, and I've 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 hit you for five, flip target, destroy that cool thing. Neat, very very cool. Uh, okay, very, I have a question. Cool. I feel like everyone. Okay, so okay, I thought he said someone in chat said new three diff attack, and then you said something during this that I was like, are we reading the same card? But it's just because they made a they made a typo mistake. I I don't love this one i think this one even if this is where universes was is like borderline unplayable to three mid for three uh this one's not not very good um but it's cool also continuing my rant about fucking one bajillion percent delaware detroit it's the only one that has anime art like hand-drawn anime art the rest of them are just like the characters posing why the fuck wasn't it in the set sorry Next card. Hati. Hati. It's got Haughty. Dobby smirking his little little weird skin off. Two diff, three mid block, five diff, taunt foundation. All fire void. Enhanced flip. If your attack's damage is 10 or more, ready this foundation. Playable while committed. Enhanced discard one momentum. If this is your first attack this turn and your rival has 10 or less health, your non-throw attack gets plus five damage. Sam, you you lead the way on this one. Tell me how we feel about Hati. Hati. This card's bad. This card will never see play. 2-5-3 mid block. The top enhance is too hard to to make happen. Um, And the bottom enhance is just, like, redundant. Um, The bottom enhance isn't playable while committed. So, like, this, this is one of those cards that asks and answers its own question. Well, how do I get my move to be 10 damage? Well... We have a bottom enhance that says uh, it gets plus five damage. Bottom enhance isn't playable while committed. Bottom enhance is only playable on the first move. Uh, and so, like, how do I get how do I get a ten damage move to then re ready the card? It it, it I, I 
how do I how do I use this card? It's yeah. just it's it's just a two five three mid block version of that Bakugo in three diff commit plus two plus five card capabilities. I think that's all this card is, right? But like, it's just on your first deck, and your opponent has to be half dead. Yeah, if you or- couldn't kill him without this, you did you you didn't deserve to try and go in anyways. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If, if, if yeah, I, I don't think Hottie is very good at all. It's a foundation that readies itself, sure, but like it is got a lot of conditions on it. Um, yeah, I overall think that this is. I have two two thoughts on this product, right? Kind of talking about the product as a whole. These these class reunion promos, right? Mm-hmm. Mechanically unique promos suck. These should just be in sets. I shouldn't have to go buy a, a, a new product to go get these cards, especially considering that you're randomizing them and I'm not getting a guaranteed amount. Um, I, I've stood by the hatred of mechanically unique promos for a while. I hate randomized mechanically unique promos. If you opened, if you spent $70 and you got all 11 of these cards guaranteed, right? I think I wouldn't care. I think yeah. I would go, you know what? Make your money. Do whatever you can. But the fact that they are randomized is bad. Um, the fact that there are at least two or three cards in here that I think are impactful meta cards, uh, abysmal. I think that's really, really bad for the game. Um, I think that the cards are neat. I think the art looks really good. Um, I know this is just assets over a fancy background for most of these cards outside of like Gran Torino's Agency and... Um, Maybe All one million. The the Detroit Detroit yeah, Delaware. I don't. Um, I think this. I think this is. This doesn't have the word bones on it. Yeah. Illustrated by bones. This doesn't say illustrated by bones. Yeah, and the rest do. So this is something they. We, this is like one of the first things we had hand done. That dark yeah. shadow surge. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really, really hate that, um, we put an iconic anime moment behind a mechanically unique promo gated product. Um, I'm really, that upsets me a lot as a player and as a collector and as someone who loves the IP and loves the game. Um, it, it genuinely upsets me as a consumer that this is the iconic moment of Deku versus muscular and you can't open it in a set. Uh, I think that's gross, and, and I hate it. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, I just think that like the cards overall, I, I don't know that there's a ton of like home run cards here, but like the actions are cool. Uh, all three actions are pretty cool, and I think that um, insulation cloth is like cool. But the three actions are kind of like, in my opinion, the reason to buy this product is to get those three actions. Um, the rest of them are going to be, do you need them for a specific deck? Or are you Mitchell Chimino and you have a mental illness and you must own a place out of every card? I'm Mitchell Chimino. I have a mental illness. I must own a place out of each card. Uh, yeah, so. I don't... I think this will be the first time in history that I don't... I, I, I Even as a creator, I feel like I don't need these cards at all. I, 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 I If I need to put these cards in my deck, I'll just do it on TTS, I guess. Or go buy singles, like. Yeah, oh, I'm buying singles. I'm not buying this product. There's no shot. This is zero so percent that, that, I buy. I that's buy the this. crazy. The crazy part about this product is, it's supposed to be a product that promotes you to go to your LGS and buy stuff. But the way it's designed and set up, I'm just buying singles. 
Yeah. And I, I buying... don't discourage any of my local players who are listening who know I work for an LGS to go buy singles. I think you should just buy singles for this product. Because this is yeah. predatory behavior, in my opinion. I think it's anti-consumer. I think it's a bad decision. Uh, but the number one thing for me is that we took an iconic anime moment and we locked it behind a promo. Um you know, and I also, so also, sorry, real quick, I, before you go get ahead. on, dude, you're so sick. I don't want to discourage anyone who's super hyped about this product and wants to go buy 10 of these. Go buy 10 of these. Please. Have have a blast. Open your League of Villains pack. Open your promo packs. Get your dice. Get your little promotional material. Sick. Have a good time. It's just not for me. Uh, what were you going to say? If they would make one of these. Sorry. There are eleven of these things, right? Yeah, one's guaranteed, ten random. You, you remember? You remember how we had a we had a podcast that was about a about let's do Jasco's job for them. Yeah, can we use Des- Jasco's job real quick? Sure. All right. So these here's here's the pitch for you. All right, uh, uh, Stephen Jasco, the owner of Jasco Games. I'm talking yeah. to you right now. I like your blue hair, Stephen. Thank you. Thank nice. you. So what I think we should do with these ten mechanically unique promos is we should make them two separate products. We put one copy of the future is in now in both of them, mm-hmm. and we take the other ten and we separate them evenly inside of these these boxes. From there, we take the 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 top. We've had we've had what three sets now because it's a reunion tour, right? Four. We take the last yeah. three three sets. Well, set four we want people to be buying currently. Okay, okay. okay. Last three sets, and we take every card that is in those sets. And we have a new pack made where every card is a quote-unquote XR. And the foil card you get at the back is an alternate art version of whatever whatever card that is active at the time. Across the past three sets, we can find a hundred cards that we want to do this to. Commission the art, and here is your holiday bundle. Yeah, I just spit all over my microphone. I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry, Stephen Jessica. Okay. I'm sure that's okay. so unprofessional. Yeah. Here's how you get your mechanical unique promos. You have to go buy buy eight of these tens, but you're not just getting these mechanical unique promos. You're getting eight hundred. Uh, the, there's your randomized packs of very shiny alternate art. That's how you get like 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 RLE promos right in, into every every man's hands. Right yeah. is you put them on the back. Make every RLE promo stamped with RLE, and you put those products in the regular in in these holiday bundles thoughts steven jasco i think that's a great idea being steven jasco i have to remind you that our approval process is a nightmare sure 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 sure. but i think it's a great idea in a in a nutshell i think there are things that that can that will stop that from ever happening uh being andrew holder right steven jasco great idea we should we should we should get as much money as we can but there is the approval process for jasco has been a bit rough throughout the years, right? And and um, that's the only thing I think stopping it, right? That would have to get a hundred unique arts approved, and and things like that. So, so I, I don't think that it's a hundred unique arts, right? Let me let me let me pull it back, right? Yeah, I think that you just reprint the exact same cards that you had, but make print runs of just XRs, and okay. then you have you have thirty forty cards okay. as your ultra rares that are these new arts but every essentially and you weren't here for it essentially the platinum pack where every single pack was foiled every every single card in the pack was foiled 
and and you had ten cards in the pack and like two two rares and the rest were all commons. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think this product was a miss. Um I, I I'm trying not to be like overly critical of it because like I'm really frustrated by the promo aspect of it. Um I think funnel shoveling out set four packs. God, you know what would have been really cool? Would have been really cool in this product. Hmm. You're gonna get your set four packs, but if you buy the big premium sixty dollar version, you get you get a set five pack in it, and that's how we're gonna spoil the set to people. Wow. Hey, you're gonna get one set five pack inside your set four, your your class reunion thing. Set five comes out in in, in, in a month or two. Um, take a picture, post it on Discord. Join our Discord. Put it in the pack. Put a little thing. Take a picture, right? Even if it's not a full pack, make a little you're, make a little three card teaser pack. And you give them one XR from the new new set. Yeah. You give them one one XR from the new set. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, there are a lot of things I think they could have done versus what they did do. But um, yeah, I think this product's not for me. If you're excited for this product, please go support your LGS. Go support Unfun Stuff. You can go to unfunstuff.com, use code Andrew or Tam Card to save 5% on your order. I am sure Christopher Bromley will have those up for order soon if they're not already up. Speaking you guys of- aren't using the code enough. Yeah, You're not. Chris, Chris forced us to dye our hair pink yeah. and blue to remind you to use the code. Use the okay? code. I don't want this to happen, but Chris yeah. Bromley is like, hey, hey, my fellas, my boys, <laughs> my boys, the people, they're not using the code enough. <laughs> like, what can we do, Papa Bromley? Papa we got to get you hit. <laughs> we got to get you hit in the ground. Yeah. So, uh, also, speaking <laughs> of Chris Bromley. Uh, I don't did did Mega Million Dollar Monster Monster Mondays fill up? Do we know? I have no idea. Uh, are you casting that with me or no? Because of the I am going to cast that. I don't have DLC, so that's fair. Um, this Monday coming up, six days from today, the second MMM is happening. Tam and I will be casting that together one more time. You get to see us do our thing. Three rounds of Chibi Mania. Yeah, I used the. Uh, the UGN app isn't loading for me, so if that's not filled, that is hosted by Unfun Stuff. 35 of 64 so far, so there is still room. You can head over to the UGN app, sign up, let Chris Bromley mail you $125 for going 8-0, or 3-0, sorry. Eight people will go 3-0 and get $125. And if you do not have an LGS or a provisional scene at your store, Christopher Bromley Unfun Stuff is hosting a webcam provisional this Saturday April 8th at noon Eastern. Um, ha- we are 11 spots away from top four guaranteeing an invite. And that is pretty neat, in my opinion. Pretty sicko. So go sign up for that. And I think that's going to do it for us, Tam. I think you've got to go play some games. Your chat has had enough of me for sure. Uh, for sure. For sure, for sure. Do you have anything you want to close us out with before uh, before we, we end, end go on into the sweet night? So proud of how you and the other unfunzit stuff boys did at this uh, this tournament. I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of me too. Don't don't worry. But man, how how cool? How sick? How yeah. awesome? I'm I'm, I'm yeah. happy. Me too. So we will catch you guys next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Twitch.tv/tamcardwell. This was episode 10 of the Board State Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Easy. <laughs>